Hey, everybody, it's Greg Beck. Sorry about the technical difficulties. Jared, I appreciate you uh, letting me know that there was no sound. I had no idea uh, what happened, so I had to reboot the program, my mixer, and everything. So I definitely appreciate you uh, chiming in uh, and let me know that, okay? Usually I do a test before that, make sure everything's fine, but uh, I, apparently I didn't do that. So uh, talking about premarital counseling or premarital in general, you know, advice and insights. And I do a lot of premarital uh, counseling along with, of course, you know, couples that are married, that are not married with a wide variety of issues and challenges, just like, you know, anybody else. Okay. So with premarital aspects, the big thing is, you know, looking at what current problems are going on. You know, it's not a right, not a wrong, you know, what is happening and what are your expectations if you get married, if you continue to get married, say you're engaged, um, you have a date set. There's people that I see, they have a plan of getting married. You know what? And it's a week from now and they want the session today. And I'm like, whoa. And they got major issues going on. And, you know, they might have money set aside. They don't want to disappoint uh, family, friends, that type of stuff. They don't want to disappoint each other. And the relationship is not in the best situation by a long shot, but yet they want to get, you know, go through with the marriage. So look at premarital um, counseling, premarital help, if you will, and insights. You know, you have to look at, do you feel that being married is going to be any different than being dating, than living together? If you lived together before marriage, right? And I promote that. Most people, I respect everybody's, you know, insights, religious belief, that type of aspects. So I, you know, but I do promote, you know, living together before you get married. And, and I've had for a long time, and it's one of those things, oh, you live together, not married, you can just leave. Well, if you're married, live together, let's face it, you can leave anyways. It's just more legal BS that you go through. Okay. doesn't mean the heartbreak's going to be any different, but you have to look at, you know, expectations. You have to look at compatibility aspects. And these are the areas I help with, you know, <clears throat> with premarital counseling and also with couples that have been together 30, 40 years. Okay. But looking at number one, do you expect when you're married that the relationship is going to be any different than say the last year, two years, three years, however long you've been dating or lived together before you get married. Right. And again, it's not wrong to have expectations that are going to be different when you're married than when you're not married. It's just about being on the same page and being able to connect on those levels. Okay. Again, it is not the situation that you'd be able to go after. And there's some people I run into that they automatically assume or think that it is going to be different when you're married. All of a sudden, everything, the script gets flipped and all the expectations change, okay? So again, we have to look at, it is not a right or wrong. It is looking at the situation that we go after it. And, I, and from understanding that, you know what? We have to be on the same page, okay? So that's where I want people to understand what is different. What are your expectations that are different for being married than when you are engaged, okay? And people have different, maybe, expectations when you're dating, living together, maybe being engaged, and of course, being married, okay? And again, nobody 
is to determine this, dictate this, but you and your significant other, your partner, okay? So I want you to be able to go after it and be able to look at um, what do we expect by it, okay? And what being pre-married, say being engaged or looking for getting married, even if you're there's no engagement and you go elope somewhere, right? Have fun, go after it, okay? I want you to be able to talk about the current problems in your relationship, okay? What is going on in the relationship that is causing problems, okay? Are they expectations? Are they compatibility aspects? And a lot of people, we get married, right? Poof, all the problems disappear, right? (laughs) No, I'm not a magician, okay? Not at all. But I want you to be able to look at, you know, if you feel that all the problems are going to be resolved when you get married, that they're just going to vanish, disappear, or they're not going to be a big deal anymore. When you get married, you are sadly mistaken. I'm going to tell you, you are wrong. Some people, it might go away once you're married, okay? However, you know what? The percentages are minuscule compared to the reality. Those problems are just going to exist, okay? And if you have problems that, let's face it, are sort of major problems and you're not living together before you get married and you assume once you live together, those problems are going to vanish as well, you're mistaken. Typically, when you live together, let's be honest, okay? When you live together, there's a lot of problems that might intensify because you're around each other a lot more. You don't have, you know, each other's places or homes to go to anymore at event, cool off. You're living together now. So what do you do? Does one always leave? Does the other one, or do you take turns when you leave, take a drive, cool off? I'm all about that. But you have nowhere else to go because now you're living together, right? So those issues and those problems intensify. I'm not trying to scare anybody, okay? I'm giving you a reality. So I want you to deal with the issues, you know, and try to work on those before you get married. Duh, right? That's, let's face it, an easy uh easy go to an easy segue, if you will. Great advice. Everybody gives that, right? But the problems that you have in your relationship will not vanish when you get married, okay? And then if you decide to have kids or not when you're married, live together, they're going to bring in more challenges. They're going to bring in a lot more time issues, right? Time together, fun time together, um, activities together are going to go away, they're going to get shrunk because you have one child, two child, right? And trying to work together as a partnership. So you need to be able to talk about these expectations. You know, where are you going to live? How are bills shared? And these should be dealt with, you know, even when you when you live together, right? Um, there's some people when we when we when we're married now, well, why am I going to be a partner and split the bills still? Why not? Right? I'm one that challenges popular beliefs and I want you to look at and you, if you feel that, oh, you know what, I'm going to flip the script and now when we're married, I'm not going to have to do this anymore. And this goes for any gender, okay? Both genders have a tendency, they might do this. Well, we're married now, so I don't have to do this. I don't, I don't want to do this. I don't want to, I don't want to work anymore, right? What happens if your partner, man or woman says, you know what? I just want to stay home now. I changed my mind. I'm sick of work. And I, what do you do, right? 
you still love each other, but do you feel like you're taken advantage of, you're taken for granted, or that you're just being used and someone is lying to you off the jump that you agreed to live this life, okay? This goes for any type of chores, okay? What about household chores? Oh, we share everything, living together, everything's great. But when we're married now, I expect the man to do this, the woman to do this, or, you know, my partner could be same-sex couples, right? That we decide and, you know, everything's different now that we're married. So you need to have a clear idea of what your expectations are when you live together and, you know, about the marriage, okay? So, you know, when you get married, are you going to live in the same place, the same town, the same state, the same city? What about financial budgets? Are they going to change? Let's face it. What about sex life, right? When you get married, is sex going to be better? Is it going to be more connected than before you got married, you know, in the premarital state? Or do you look at, oh, we, we're married now, so we're, we're okay with sex not being important? What the hell? No. <laughs> if sex is important to you before you get married, why should it change when you're married, people? Or do you feel that, oh, uh, I'm supposed to be okay with sex not being important uh, if we're living together because it's not that important to my partner. So when we get married, now it's going to become more important. No. That's where a lot of people get into the, the issues and the challenges and the, if you want to say the mistakes that come into, they go through with the marriage thinking everything's going to change. You love each other. You need to deal with these issues off the rip, okay, before you get married or maybe you should not get married at all. So you need to realize that the problems that are happening, they're going to intensify or let's face it, maybe even stay the same when you get married. So what problems are going, what about communication, right? Do you communicate to understand each other or are you communicating now about, you know, you just want your way? Let's face it, you, me, everybody wants their way all the time. Who doesn't, right? But we have to be adults about it and be okay that we're not going to get our way all the time. So, you have to look at, you know, what is going on. And this comes with the wedding. What about, you know, premarital, the venue? Uh, one person wants to elope. The other one wants a big wedding. One person wants to get rid of friends, right? And again, it's a situation to where how are you going to handle your problems, right? When you get married and if you want a small wedding, big wedding, you still have plans. You still have maybe the destination if you're going to elope. You have the maybe a guest list if you're going to have guests, food, uh, if you're going to have a cake or little donuts or pie instead of a cake, ice cream, you know, whatever works for you. And are you able to talk about this attitude? And this is about communication that it can be a rough time. It can be a very stressful time. But I want you to work on this. And this is a great way to work on communication about, hey, what do you feel? We disagree. Now, what do we do with this? Or do you compromise? Okay, you get to pick out the dessert, the cake. I get to pick out the main dish of or whatever you're having uh, for the wedding. You get me? So, or, okay, if we um, decide on a destination wedding or elope, uh, you know what? You get to pick where we're going to have it. And then you get to choose if we're going by 
train, bus, driving, airplane, or a boat, right? Um, how to get there. It, there's a lot of areas that you can work on. And this is great because if you have huge communication aspects in your relationship and you get engaged and everything will be fine, we'll work on them later, 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 that later is going to come and smack you in the face. And it's not going to be pleasant because it's just going to intensify. Why is it going to intensify? Because, let's face it, right? When something happens over and over and over again, your patience level is going to deteriorate. It's going to go down and the resentment is going to kick in, right? The resentment and, uh, you know, frustration is going to build and build. It's not going to go away like you think it will be when you get married, okay? So, hey, Treva, I appreciate it. Yeah, happy uh, hump day back to you. So this is where I want you to be able to, <clears throat> excuse me, to look at these areas and, you know, talking about these ideas of wedding, how much you're going to spend, not spend. All these aspects are great ways to work on communication aspects. Are you feeling heard? Okay. Are you listening just to talk back? Are you listening just to counter? Or are you listening to one another to actually hear and understand what your partner is feeling, what your partner is thinking about what's going on, okay? And again, it's easy if one, it's not that big of a deal to one of you and it's a huge deal to the other, not a big deal. But if some issue is important to both of you, that's where the challenges come in. And it's not going to be any different when you are married, right? When you go through the marriage ceremony, when you sign the marriage license, right? It's not going to change. So that's where I want you to be able to look at, you know, what the premarital elements, you know, what is supposed to change in a relationship, okay? Uh, what does it mean now? Do schedules change? Do you spend more time that you're engaged with each other than you did before you were engaged. You know what? Do you cut out friends? Do you cut out hobbies? Do you, what does it look like now that you're engaged? And you need to talk about those elements because I don't want them to come back and cause a huge sore issue and resentment between you both. Okay. So, how does being engaged differ for you two than living together or dating? Okay. In marriage, the same way. I want you to talk about it. Talk about sex. Talk about expectations of finances, of what a partnership looks like, okay? Who does what in a household? You know, what does a partnership look like in parenting? If you decide to have kids or maybe have kids already or step family dynamics, which are a whole another um, challenge for a lot of people. It's not easy, Okay. Um, who pays what bills or pays what happens if one of you are sick and you can't work? What happens if one of you loses your job? You know, knock on wood. I don't want anybody to do that. What happens in those dynamics? Not only when you're engaged now, now it doesn't solidify or when you get married that, oh, his family's my family, her family's my family, or like I said, it, same sex marriage doesn't matter. Um, now, do you feel like the boundaries change? Oh, they can come over whenever they want. We're married now. We're family. So they don't have to have an invite. They can come over 
whenever they want. What? No. <laughs> you know, so these are things that you have to be able to talk about with premarital aspects. Okay. A lot of people look forward to, oh, we're engaged now. We're excited. Woohoo. Woo now, what about also expectations? How do you want to be proposed to? What does that even look like? Hey, we're engaged now. No big deal. Some people want it very private, very simple. Some people want to be proposed to like in a baseball stadium with, you know, let's face it, baseball season coming up, you know, with a ballpark or, you know, that type of thing, March Madness, you know, some people have different views of how, what their comfort level is about being um, engaged or having an engagement party or being proposed to. And you have to know your partner well enough about what is important to them to be able to, you know, make it a, a pleasant, happy, festive uh, event. Even if it's just you two together, oh, we got, you know, I got proposed to, said yes, and everything's great. And that's terrific. I would hope that you know your partner well enough about what is important to both of them. Some people want, you know, a lot of attention, big event, like I said, at a ball ballpark. And some people just, they don't want anyone else around that it is just you two. Some people have, you know, a party get together and they do it in front of a bunch of friends and family, right? It's a birthday party, a celebration, right? And the nows I'm going to propose because they're not expecting it. And then you propose and the other one's like, oh my God, I wasn't ready for this. I'm embarrassed. I'm shocked. Uh, I'm supposed to say yes, but I don't want to say yes. You get me? So all this stuff, you want to be surprised, right? You want to talk about it. You want to make sure you know, that you both are on the same page, that number one, you both want to get married. And not only that you both want to get married, it's to each other, okay? <laughs> those are crucial. So talk about those expectations and go after about the, you know, what is most important for both of you when you get married, okay? So <clears throat> not only this, I want you to dig deep about compatibility aspects, you know, and this should be talked about even before you get married or maybe in a long-term relationship. When I talk about, you know, the, the mental compatibility, the physical, sexual compatibility, and they're two different things. And I mentioned this before, you can be physically attracted to somebody and that doesn't mean you're going to be sexually compatible right? Let's face it. Maybe one person wants sex only one certain way and the other one wants it all kind of freaky ways, right? One person might be more into S&M, B&D. Um, the other one is more conservative sexually, okay? One person loves giving, receiving oral sex and the other person is like, no, gross, right? And it's like, what, what? No. So, and you look at, oh, is this going to change? Again, remember these expectations, right? It's looking at these uh, elements, and it's crucial. Valiant, hey, I appreciate you. Remember, men, you won't lose women chasing excellence, but you won't achieve excellence chasing women. You know what? That's a great aspect, and I tell people all the time, you know what? Some people love the chase, right? And once they get that person about being engaged or I'm married now, do you stop chasing that person? But also, does chasing mean that you beg and plead for that person to be with you? And you, if you remember and listen to episodes before my post, 
I never want anyone to beg and plead to marry you, to be engaged to you, to live with you, to love you. Don't do that. And I think that's where Valiant is mentioning in the chat. And I appreciate that. And that's right. You know what? You need to understand you don't want to beg somebody. You don't want to be with somebody. What about out of guilt? that you really, you've been together two, three years, everybody expects that you're going to get engaged, you're going to get married, right? Woohoo! And you don't want to. It's not in your heart. You're thinking about ending the relationship because it's not working for you. Sadly, it's hard. it's not easy. And then that person in, he proposes to you and out of obligation and out of guilt and maybe out of shame, sadly, you say yes, but you don't want to. That's not fair to yourself. Remember, I talk about a lot about self-love and self-respect. It's not fair to you, and it's not fair to your partner because you are misleading that person, and you try to lie to yourself. You try to BS yourself thinking, oh, you know what? I'll start, you know, now we're engaged. Now I'll start loving that person, or I really, you know, I'm hoping it'll change. I'm hoping I will fall in love with that person. I'm hoping I will be more sexually compatible or sexually attracted to my person. Remember I said, when you get engaged and when you get married, chances are, chances are those things are not going to change. And if you think that the relationship is going to change significantly, it's for the better. Let me put that for the better. When you get married, when you live with somebody some things will get better. I hope so. Right. You don't have to drive to each other's houses. You can save that time and have it together. Right. You're you're not tired all the time from driving back and forth or taking a bag of clothes over to your person's house for the weekend. And by, it can be daunting. It can be exhausting. Right. So hopefully that would be better. <clears throat> However, if you're talking about behavioral um tendencies, how you communicate to one another, how you treat one another, that that's going to change. It's not going to change. I would love it, but you need to be able to work on it. You need to be able to be conscious about it. So think about these elements about when you do decide to get married or propose to somebody, why are you doing it? Is it because you want to? Awesome. Great. Or is it what you feel that family and friends expect you to do, and you need to do it out of obligation. This goes with the same element about accepting that proposal, okay? The agreement to be married or to be engaged, okay? And not only that, if you both are happy, you're engaged, everything's great, you know, how long is the engagement? You know, most people look at, right, two questions when people get married or get engaged. I'm sorry, my bad. <clears throat> right? Let me see the ring, right ladies, and I'll get into that in a second. Or, you know what? When are you getting married? When's the date? Or maybe a third one is, oh my god, is she pregnant, right? <laughs> Let's face it, right? I'm joking around, but in America, North America that happens, right? Um, well, anywhere it might happen, but those are the questions. Oh my god, are you pregnant? Or let me see the ring. And how many people have an expectation of when you are engaged? And I posted this a week or two ago on my Facebook conversation piece about what happens if you get engaged and you're excited, but you're disappointed in the ring that your partner picks out for you, the engagement ring. You're like, oh, my God, 
really? That's it? Oh, my God. And I can tell you, I can attest, uh, there's a lot of women out there that have been upset, mad, that they're entitled to a certain carrot size. You get me, people. And is it more about the ring or is it more about the love you share for each other? And there's a lot of women out there that I hate, I'm, you know, being honest, that are going to say, oh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't really matter. But you're lying. Okay. There's a lot of people that want to sound good and sound nice, but deep down they're disappointed. They're mad. They're, oh my God, I don't feel love. That's it. That's all you spend on my ring. You know what? And then what does that person do? Does that person really feel like they're loved or do they actually feel like they're just, you know, about marrying their woman or giving their fiance a certain price tag on their value. And that's what it's all about. You know what, how much money that man, or let's face it, same sex genders, it doesn't matter, spends on the ring. And is that the most important thing that it's about the bling bling? Or are you happy just being engaged and wanting to spend your lives together? So these are areas that I want you to be able to look at and to go after. And is it a right or wrong? No, it's not up to me to decide. It is a right and wrong if you both are on the not on the same page, number one, that you pretend that your issues will disappear when you get engaged or when you get married or when you live together, okay? That, I'm going to tell you, is a wrong thing. That is an expectation that's going to blow up in your face. Believe me, I would love that to happen, right? But chances are it's going to go, like I said earlier, it's going to shatter And it's going to be a huge disappointment. So work on the issues before you get married, people, or you can get engaged, love each other, want that. But we have these, you know, small issues like uh, I want a kid, but she doesn't or she wants a kid and I don't. Little small issues like that. Right. That's a huge issue Um, about finances, about partnership. And if you are fearful that that, that's not going to change, right? Or you're hoping the other one changes their mind because guess what? If she really loved me, she'd change her mind for me. Or if he really loved me, he would change his mind for me. When it is the essence of who you are, do not sell that out. When you get engaged, when you get married, people, there's a give and take. Absolutely, ebb and flow in relationships and marriages. That's part of life. Absolutely, right? We give of ourselves, but are we giving of ourselves all the time? And are we giving of ourselves that we sell our essence out, that we sell our values out, that when we do that, we're miserable to make somebody else happy? It's going to blow up in your face. It's just a matter of time, okay? So think about the expectations again. I know I talk with my hands all over the place. It's just me. But Talk about these expectations, okay? Rewind this video. It's available on YouTube, Facebook. The audio versions will be available shortly on every listening platform. And again, it's going after, um, you know, replay it, listen to it. But I want you to work out these issues before the marriage. And maybe the marriage should be postponed 
or you can stay engaged or whatever. If that's what you choose to do, you love each other. Maybe you need to work out these issues before you ended up being married. Okay. Just a suggestion. I know there's a lot of pressure and there's a lot of expectations to be married. Okay. But the issues are not going to disappear. I've said it many times, repeated myself because it's so crucial. Okay. So make sure you check out my website, the herd of relationships. Dot org. Yeah. Follow me. Please subscribe to me on Facebook, YouTube, social media, all over the place, Instagram, Twitter, under Love Guru Greg. And I appreciate everybody. My passion is always trying to help you have the relationship you've always craved, desired, with the realistic twist. Absolutely. Nothing's perfect, right? So you need any help, get a hold of me, reach out to me. I love hearing your questions or comments for shows that I can do in the future, okay? Peace and love to everybody out there. Everybody take care. Bye-bye. Oh, where'd it go? One sec.